0: brothers one mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you hey everyone welcome back to two brothers one mike i'm joe and as always my brother coach tony is here tony
1: What's going on, T-Bomb land? Boy, do we have a good one today, Joe. A special guest, right, that we are going to be hearing from, as we've said before, time and time again when the word supplementation comes up on Two Brothers, One Mike. We did a show last week, our first of many with this topic. And and so today, it's only only fitting to welcome to our show a gentleman who was a pharmacy graduate from the University of Toledo. He has over 26 years of retail pharmacy experience. He's worked for various companies over the years. He has extensive experience with patient counseling and recommendations in general health and wellness and supplementation. He's done small seminars in regards to diabetic health and has done interviews on TV for health and wellness. Also, he is an avid workout enthusiast. And on top of all that, as I've known for years, he enjoys being a motorcyclist as a hobby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show for the first time, and we're going to be saying this many times. Ron, the pharmacist. Ron, how's it going today?
2: Fantastic, guys. Hello, everybody in t Bomb Land. <laughs> Excited
1: to be here. Let's let's get this let's get this engine started and get rolling. <laughs> All right, uh, and and so you know we're going to uh, you have now. Ron, ladies and gentlemen, is is an avid listener. Of the show. Um, He is the guy that not only listens to the show, but when we make mistakes, he's right there to let us know. We've gotten text messages in the past when we've made mistakes with our math uh, and and so on and so forth. So we kind of count on him to be listening to the shows when we make those mistakes and we have to correct them. But today, he's actually the person we're interviewing, and I think it's going to be a great show. Now, Ron, last week we did uh, the show on supplementation. And, uh, it was just a general show on what supplementation is and what some of the benefits are and so on and so forth. And it, today, uh, I think what we're going to do more than anything else is we're going to touch a little bit on that concept, but you know, we're not going to get into, you know, vitamin B12. We're not going to get into thiamine. We're not going to get into vitamin C, uh, protein shakes and whey protein and whey isolate and all that. We're going to get into the basics of your background. And how you came to be, all right, when it comes to being a pharmacist. And maybe just touch on supplementation uh, in general. And, you know, obviously with a plethora of shows that we're going to have in the future as far as supplementation is concerned. So, you know, basically a, a basic question, right? You know, before we even get started, you know, into the nuts and bolts and everything uh was pharmacy something you always thought was your fit was there was there a time when you had another dream you thought you might chase and then switch to pharmacy
2: actually pharmacy was my first choice when I went away to college you know you know okay. Tony and I went to and Joe went to Campbell Memorial had a great education my first quarter at the University of Toledo I was in pre-pharmacy and boom eye opener going away to college somewhere a lot tougher in high school, got a decent grade in a class, but not a decent grade in terms of what I thought was a decent grade. Mm-hmm. First quarter place, you know, place into a higher chemistry class, and didn't get the grade I wanted. And I was like, mm, "Well, I got like 17 more chemistry classes to go, <laughs> you know." And yeah. and back then, pharmacy was very competitive. You had two different types of GPAs. You had to apply to get into the pharmacy school after two years of prerequisites. And that first grade already put me in the hole. So I was like, okay, pharmacy was still my main interest, but my other interest was electrical engineering. Right. Switched to that for a quarter, took my first – computer class called Fortran. And I was like, there ain't no way I can be an electrical engineer ever in this lifetime. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to pharmacy. And it was off to the races ever since, you know, I was focused after that point, you know, retook the same chemistry class that I did, got a perfect grade in it. And the rest is history. Okay. Here I am, you know, between college and experience, you know, 32 years later, here I am.
1: Wow. I mean, and, and, and when you say that it it makes me cringe because we're the same age.
2: Yeah. It makes Uh, you feel
1: like, Whoa, how old
2: are you, Ron? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, but we don't, we don't look our age and we don't act our age. That's for sure.
2: Absolutely not. Uh,
1: As I said earlier, you graduated from the university of Toledo. Now, I remember back then, especially they were known and maybe they still are known for their educational programs when it comes to a career in pharmaceuticals. Uh, How how well put together is the pharmacy program at Toledo University? And in your opinion, what you know, how does it compare to others or at least how did it compare to others when you attended?
2: It's still a great. It's still a great university when it comes to education for my profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would always recommend everybody go to the University of Toledo. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went to school, there was four pharmacy schools in Ohio: Toledo, Ohio Northern, Cincinnati, and Ohio State. Okay. And it was kind of originally I wanted to go to Ohio Northern. Mm, financially, probably not the best choice at the time, but it's where I wanted to go, so I had to search other avenues. Cincinnati too far. Ohio State too big. Toledo. Just right. It wasn't that far from Youngstown. It wasn't extremely expensive. Also, the program was ranked in the country at the time. So I can say nothing negative about the University of Toledo's pharmacy program. It was top notch. You know, I still keep in touch with many friends who have had extremely successful careers in our profession. And we're all Toledo graduates, so top-notch school, even to this day, top-notch. Awesome. I meet graduates all the time from Toledo, and they're just, they're fantastic pharmacists. I can't say anything bad. Good.
0: Rudy. Right, I have a question, too, if, if I may. Um, I'm just curious, of, of the courses that you've taken, uh, what do you think might be surprising to most folks is maybe it doesn't really coincide with what the basic layperson's perception might be of a pharmacist?
2: Well, I'd have to say the amount of chemistry classes we took was was insane. So people don't expect, I don't think, a pharmacist to have to take as many chemistry classes that that we did. And to be honest with you, do I feel that's all necessary? It is to a point if you go into research, clinical, you know, a lot of that is, you know, tied in with those type of chemistry classes. Me being a retail Mm -hmm. pharmacist, you know, counseling patients you know, make your recommendations all day. I don't think, you know, it coincides with in my profession, you know, in the aspect of pharmacy that I do, but yep. I don't think people realize how much chemistry a pharmacist actually takes.
1: Well, I can tell you that I remember the amount of chemistry classes you were taking. And I knew right then and there that that was not going to be my avenue Uh, was never (laughs) my strong point. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, that's like I said last week, a lot of folks, I don't think they realize what really goes into it. Because, again, we know you went to, to school. We know you go extra years. We know that. And it's just. You know, something that we kind of fluff off. Right. Well, he's a pharmacist. So, of course, we don't really realize what it is that they learned or how much more intricate the education is for this person who, again, the basic layperson's perception is, oh, well, he just fills my my prescriptions and and they don't really realize that this person has a lot more responsibility uh, than just you know, putting pills in a bottle.
2: Exactly. Right. And, yeah. and, and another, another aspect to that. When I went to school, it was a, a bachelor of pharmacy degree. It was a five-year program, two-year prerequisite, three years of pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. Now these kids, and it's been for a while now, 10 plus years, every pharmacist has to get their doctorate in pharmacy. So now it's a six mm-hmm. to eight year program wow. depending on the college you go to. So now they're all doctorates. They all have doctorates of pharmacy. So, Technically, they're a doctor of pharmacy and, yeah. you know, it's the amount of education they have to put in now is mind boggling, you know, and, wow. it's, you know, yeah. I, I if I had to do it all over again, eh, maybe I will be an electrical engineer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that being said, now, you know, some people are listening to you talk and and they may ask, you know, uh, you they they may be asking us, Joe, uh, how are they tying pharmaceuticals and and medications to protein powders and amino acid supplements. So my question, Ron, is do they go hand in hand or why would a pharmacist have an extensive background in supplementation?
2: Well, you're saying the word, right? You're saying exactly supplementation. So Mm -hmm. even taking a prescription medication, you're, you're basically supplementing you know, what you're doing in your, in your daily lifestyle, you know, whether it's a cholesterol pill, whether it is a high blood pressure pill, you know, something for some type of, you know, mental disorder, you know, it's a type of supplement. That's how I refer to it as, and, you know, we have training in school when it comes to basic supplemental needs, whether you're taking, you know, vitamin C, ginseng, this, that, or the other, you know, the amount of supplements over the counter are relentless. And, They're Mm -hmm. all tied in because, you know, we have to know what's going on out in front of us in the the over-the-counter section even compared to what's in the pharmacy because a lot of those things that are out on the floor interfere interfere with what I carry in the pharmacy. I got you. you know, we have to – you have to know the balance between holistic out there and traditional where I work.
1: Got gotcha. you, and and that's and and that's very important, right there. Uh, again, w- w- what you're saying is just so our listeners understand is where uh, when it comes to um, uh, the medications you're providing and how that can affect the supplements that they're taking out there on the shelves.
2: Correct. You can uh, yeah. you can be taking your normal daily vitamin, but all of a sudden you started an antibiotic for a urinary tract infection. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? That daily vitamin, if you take it at the same time with that med, they might interfere with each other and the vitamin can knock out the effects of the antibiotic you're taking. So you have to watch with this stuff, you know, and some of it's serious, some of it's not, but you know, being a pharmacist, you've got to know all this.
1: Gotcha. And, and uh, I, I, I say finally, but this is going to be probably uh, finally meaning we're going to have a, a lengthy conversation about this final question, so to speak. Uh, You listened to our show on supplementation last week in terms of introducing the concept and making sure folks realize there are tons and tons of shows that will branch off, you know, from this one concept, right? If, if there is one or two ideas, okay. And again, we can really go on and on here with this one, uh, people need to keep in their head. If there's one or two ideas people need to keep in their head when listening to Joe and myself talk, or even more so when Ron, the pharmacist is aboard. To give us input on a particular topic, what would you say those one or two ideas would be? What what do people have to realize when listening to all of us speak on this topic?
2: The biggest thing, the number one thing is with supplements, you have to keep it simple at first. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to go feet first. You know, I'm going to take this, that. I'm going to take ashwagandha mixed with elderberry tea with some manuka honey. And I'm going to be the greatest individual ever in terms of my health, wellness, and immunity. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. You have to keep it simple. You have to understand the supplements you're taking. You have to understand what each supplement does. And that might sound like a lot of work, but guess what? It is work. You have to understand if you want to get healthy, you want to better yourself. You have to put some effort into it. I've come across too many people in my career trying Mm. to help them take supplements, whether it's a protein drink or an energy drink before they work out or just a basic dietary supplement. Everybody wants to be spoon fed. I'm sorry, folks. That is not the case with health and wellness. You've got to take the initiative to take care of yourself. But once again, keep it simple at first. Like I said, just go through the basic, basic supplements first, based on what you think your dietary needs are. And in relation to that, you know, more is not better, you know, mm-hmm. like a big thing with, with zinc, with COVID being here, and now we're in the flu season, you know, people are going to be getting sick. Everybody wants to take zinc and vitamin C. Vitamin C, you can take in large doses. Prime example, zinc, You cannot. Mm-hmm. zinc is very caustic to the stomach you know i've had customers call me saying well i took a zinc supplement last night on an empty stomach and i didn't sleep all night because my stomach was killing me mm-hmm. well there you go right off the bat you didn't do your homework and you should probably take zinc if you're only it's going to take zinc once a day take it with your biggest meal of the day because it is hard on the stomach for a lot of people then especially once again what if you're on a type of meds that you know your street you're you know, treating stomach acid because you have GERD or some type of stomach condition. You're just adding to the fire. So once again, you have to put your homework in. But keeping yeah. it simple and knowing that more is not better are two of the biggest things.
1: And, and you know what? And that, that, that falls right into the same philosophies that we've been preaching, Joe, uh, on this show. You have to keep it simple Right. When it comes to different types of diet, dieting lifestyles, whether it's intermittent fasting, whether it's keto, you know, ketogenic diet, whether it's paleo, whether it's carnivore, whatever it's going to be, whether it's just eating in moderation. Right. Um, You have to keep it simple and not go. Uh, you know, as, as, as Ron said, jumping, you know, feet first into the fire, you have to keep it simple and it's gotta be a journey. Everybody, when it comes to supplementation, you know, what Ron, the pharmacist was just saying, what Ron was just saying, he was saying this, you have to slowly make your way through the journey. It cannot be, I want the overnight pill. Ron will tell you, we do not provide the overnight pill. That is not how it works. And the biggest problem in today's world is that, and tell me if you agree or not with this, Ron, everybody, everything, technology has allowed us to get everything and have it in our grasp. Simon, I mean, immediately, uh, the, the way everything is with social media, the way everything is with being able to order everything on Amazon, eBay, and you get it you know, overnight at your doorstep. Everybody wants everything when you can watch all your shows at one time, as opposed to you have to wait till the following week to see the next episode. Everybody wants everything right now. And it, and it carries over into the world of health and fitness, where they want the muscles right now. They want the healthy lifestyle right now. They want everything right now. And so uh, true or false, everybody wants to be cured right now, and everybody wants to be healthy right now, and everybody wants to be the best they can be right now, and they don't want to wait.
2: That is true. It's 100% yeah. true. You know, everybody wants to take that magic weight loss pill. Why well, want a six-pack in six months. I'm right. like, well, it looks like you've been eating 12 ham sandwiches a day for the last 10 years. Guess what?
1: You're not going to have a six-pack in 6 weeks. Probably not in 6 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. This Ladies and much- gentlemen, we are we are that is that is a real of a statement. If you can't handle it, I don't know what to tell you, but that's as real as it gets here on Two Brothers One Mike. Uh, Listen, and, this, yeah.
2: Th- this is health and wellness is a journey, folks. Yeah. It's not overnight. It's not next week. It's not four weeks from now. It's a lifestyle. Like how I said, keep it simple. Even myself, do I forget to take my daily vitamin? Absolutely.
1: Sure, everybody does. I'll be at work
2: and I'll be like, wow, I forgot to take my vitamin. And you know what? And it goes back to that theory that Tony talked about on the last episode. Two to three weeks minimum to create a habit. Minimum. So you've got to even get in the habit of remembering to take your supplements every day, whether it's make an alarm on your phone, write it on the calendar put it in a pill box on your counter. Yeah. It, it's creating the habit. It's it's all repetitive. Yeah. Day by day, week by week, month by month. You're not going to achieve your goals in 6 weeks or 8 weeks. I'm sorry folks. Even when it comes to working out. I'm an avid weightlifter. I started doing boxing again cuz I love to I love the sport and I love how hard a boxer trains. I know it's going to take me months and months and months to get to where I want to be. You know, when you see all these you know, all these crash courses. are oh, you're going to lose 30 pounds in, in nine weeks. Well, right. You might lose 30 pounds in nine weeks. But what happens after nine weeks? Right. You're not going to be going back to McDonald's eating cheeseburgers and Burger King and Five Guys and thinking and, you're going to keep what you lost off because it's right. going to happen. Right. You have to keep the lifestyle.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's it. Sustaining, maintaining the maintenance program is, is the hard part. Right. And I think Joe, Joe, you actually said that before. Yeah. Well, here's,
0: here's where I'm at. I finally have, have obtained my weight loss goal and I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm actually doing a boxing regimen. It's funny you mentioned that, Ronnie. Um, and, but I got to tell you, I'm toasting through three, 400 calories in a workout. And it's like, dear God, what do I eat? Because listen, I can eat three, 400 calories in one setting. You just set a pizza in front of me. It's done. OK, yeah. But right. I, I'm not trying to undo all that hard work I've put in over the over all these months. So right. I'm trying to find the healthy way to do it. And there is there is one I've, I've finally come up with some ideas, Uh, you know, more for another but show. But you had but, to work. You had to work to the find ideas, it. I had to work to find it. I had to look at my supplementation. I, I, at one point, I was, it was too many protein shakes in the day. It just it wasn't supplementing. They were becoming parts. They were becoming Meals, snacks in and the of themselves, too many of them. Uh, there were things that I had to make adjustments to go through. But like you said, you, I had to start slow, right? I believe, yeah. Tony, you would have mentioned to me at one point, not here on the show, but how, uh, uh, you know, at our age, protein is is pretty much the main thing we want to keep an eye on, uh, you know, especially when you're in these, like, rigorous Workout routines, yeah. Um, so that we don't lose muscle. So well,
1: there's, well, there's, there's that, and there's a couple things. Um, you know, there's a couple shows coming out of what we're discussing right now here sure. at at the end of this particular episode of Two Brothers. One, Mike. One is um, when Ron just said about missing uh, a vitamin, and I actually have it written down where we're going to do a podcast, and obviously our interview will be with Ron, the pharmacist. Where is it safe or not safe if you miss a certain vitamin uh, period? are you mistaking your medication is it okay to then double up on it or you see some people do that all the time right. Uh, right. Or, or and so we're gonna have a show all about that joe you talked about Protein shakes. We're going to have a show all about that and what might have been that problem when it comes to drinking too many protein shakes and sure. how that affects insulin levels um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the glycemic index and so on and so forth. Also, and, and ha- also how ahead. it affects kidney function. Too much, yeah. proteins,
2: right. hearts, too yeah. too much protein hard. Too much protein. And yeah. in in spinning off of that a little bit, you know, doubling up on your supplements. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. And also determining. You know, from one individual to the next, what are your supplemental needs? Somebody who is a six foot three, 290 pound bodybuilder is not going to have the supplemental needs of a guy that walks five miles a day Mm -hmm, or someone like me who lifts five, six days a week, you know, does hit cardio on a treadmill plus a boxing workout so many days a week. My same thing, my intake of supplements and protein is going to be different from that bodybuilder. It's Mm -hmm. determining what fits your lifestyle.
0: Yeah. yeah and I'll tell you something that's usually overlooked some some folks don't you really got to re- read the labels on these things too there has been supplements that I've taken I, I didn't realize until further down the road uh, yeah after six weeks you're supposed to go two weeks without even taking them where you're supposed to like cycle through and, yeah, and wait a uh, of weeks
2: on on some things like say example I always tell people if you're taking a B complex vitamin it's a water soluble vitamin Your body will get used to it over time. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get the boosting energy effect from Mm. it. So I tell people, you know, take it four to six weeks. You know, increase your water take for a couple days. Stop taking it for a couple days, then reintroduce it. Boom, you might get a little bit of a boost from it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And and
2: the thing with supplements too, timing. You know, when's the best time to take a supplement? Right. You know, and, and that's in regards to when you work out, when do you eat, when do you work. You know, there's so many different parameters. That affect all this, and it's not as simple as just opening a bottle and taking it. Prime example: I had a lady come in the other day. Why well, take my, you know, blah 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 every day at this time? Well, how many are you taking? I'm taking one. She shows me her bottle. The serving size is three. People don't read the labels. The label mm-hmm. on the front says 500 milligrams, but when you rip, look at the back to the serving size, you have to take three to equal that 500 milligrams. So once again, you have to pay attention to what you're taking because just because it says it on the front, one pill doesn't necessarily equal that. So right. one of those little things that most people just don't pay
1: attention to. So, you know, folks, listen, you've just listened to us talk about uh, a few a few concepts, a few ideas uh, of many, many more to come when it comes to supplementation and how we're going to attack that, that particular subject Two Brothers One Mike for seasons and seasons to come. And the gentleman you're listening to with us, Ron the pharmacist, is going to be here. And I think it's evident um, that he kind of has an extensive background in this. And and so we're looking forward to bringing his professional opinion on here constantly. So always make sure you stay tuned. We're always going to let you know uh, for sure. Uh, every time he's going to be coming on, and I can guarantee you every time there's a show on supplementation, he's probably going to be following up right after that. So be be sure to stay tuned to Two Brothers One Mike for Ron the Pharmacist. But he said something at the end there. He actually mentioned, Joe, mm-hmm. next week's show when he talked about that HIIT training.
0: Yep absolutely absolutely yeah next week we're going to start talking about a hit and that hit Boom. is spelled a yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little different hit this hit is spelled h i i t which yeah. of course stands for high intensity interval training uh what are some of the pros and cons There's plenty more shows in store for this season of Two Brothers, One Mike. So be sure to like, favorite, subscribe, whatever your podcast service has you do in order to be notified of new shows as soon as they're made available. Now, Tony, Ron, anything else you want to say before I wrap this whole thing up?
1: Ron, the pharmacist, anything else before we wrap up today's show? What
2: I can say is find a pharmacist you can trust. Ah. I have an extensive background in terms of supplementation, because it's an interest of mine. Now, I'm going to tell you from experience, I've worked with other pharmacists where I've overlapped with them. We worked the same shift at a time. Or I say I was it was a day I was off. Somebody would come in. Well, I have questions, you know, I want to start taking more protein, blah, 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 blah. I want to add more supplements. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, you need to talk to Ron. He knows everything about that. So you have to find a pharmacist that has an interest in it. Now, all of us have the education to talk to you about it, but Talk to your pharmacist who you normally go to. You're going to have to feel them out and find a pharmacist you can trust because, you know, we're all versed in this. But some, of, some people, depending on how busy their pharmacy is or giving shots, this, that, and the other, you know, you'll hear the... Hey, pharmacist, you know, you have a question down here about vitamin C and the pharmacist go, oh,
1: <laughs> the voiceovers like, are great. I yeah, like the voiceovers. You know, the pharmacist
2: <laughs> think to himself, wow, I just want to, I, I got to get 13 shots. I want to gargle Drano right now. And this guy wants to know about vitamin C. <laughs> so, hey, When I get the questions like that, I don't mind it because then it gives me a break from doing other parts of my duties as a pharmacist. So, like I said, find a pharmacist you can trust and actually talk to. Because like I said, a lot of them might not want to spend the time with you. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because they actually don't don't have the time. But like for me, I like talking about supplements. I could talk about
1: this all day. And you will. You will. Absolutely. We're going to break this up up into at least 60 shows, I said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Good advice. Good advice, indeed. But until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. For our Spotify listeners, we now have a new way for you to interact with our show through polls and questions offered in each show's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony, Ron, the pharmacist, and myself, thanks for listening.
1: Hey, hey, Joe, I got to tell you something, though. You know, I, I couldn't eat 12 ham sandwiches in a row if my life depended on it. I could right
0: oh, now. I could do it right I, now. I could. i throw it in, <laughs> in the <hotel. laughs> just, bring, just give me some uh, sauce. I'll dip them in sauce. Uh, all day. It's pizza. pizza uh, hey, ham.
1: be the best you out there, everybody. Have a good one. We're gonna-